Welcome back to Big Lezzers League. Now, you obviously already have my origin preview. If you haven't listened to that one yet, make sure you go back and have a listen to that one. That's my origin preview for this podcast, going through all of the points uh, going into game three. This podcast specifically is the BTFU um, origin preview with me, Gav, and the special guest in Cliffy Lions. It was an amazing chat. Um, awesome to have him on the podcast. One of the best players of all time. Uh, recently inducted Hall of Famer in 2018, 309 games for the Manly Seagulls. Uh, it's an awesome chat. Make sure you get into that one because, you know, we don't get to have these chats very often. Um, you know, I personally haven't interviewed any players or past players before, so it was good to have that experience with BTFU as well. Um, it was an awesome chat, so make sure you listen to that one. It's going to come out on my podcast on Saturday. Um, so make sure you stay tuned for that. But it should be out on the YouTube, the full video, including the preview, um, the, obviously the chat with Cliffy Lyons, um, and then obviously the normal BTFU content is all going to come out on the YouTube for BTFU. So make sure you, got, you search up BTFU Rugby League. It'll be the first uh, YouTube channel that comes up. Make sure you have a listen to that podcast because it's going to be an absolute cracker. Absolute cracker with me, Gav, and Cliffy Lions, the great Cliffy Lions. That's going to be coming out at some time today on the YouTube. If you haven't listened to any of the other interviews, if you're a fan of racing, they've got an interview with Wayne Pasterfield. If you're a fan of rugby league in the lower grades, we've got an interview with Chris O'Connell, who uh, coaches the Jersey flag side for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. If you want to go and have a listen to that, you may as well. It's an awesome podcast. Again, interested in racing? Neil Payne, a life as a jockey and beyond. All that is on the BTFU YouTube page. Bunch of interviews, bunch of rugby league content, bunch of uh, racing content as well. It's not just rugby league. We've also got some racing content. It's not with me, but we do have racing content on the YouTube, on the podcast. All these podcasts are on Spotify as well. We've recently just moved to Spotify. We've kept them all in separate podcasts. There's one for Rugby League. If you search up BTFU uh, Rugby League in Spotify, it will come up. If you search up BTFU Racing, it'll come up. If you search BTFU Young Guns, that will come up as well. That is the Jersey Flag podcast. But uh, let's get into this one. This is the BTFU Origin 3 preview for 2023 with the great Cliffy Lions. But let's go through these this origin game, game mm. three, because it is set to be an absolute cracker. New South Wales. There's a few points that we can talk about here as well because you know there's obviously reports that it could be Tedesco's last origin game. You know, Cody Walker's 33, 34 now. It could be his last origin game as well. Um, you know, it's probably the last year where Freddie's gonna be the coach realistically. Um, you know, there's a lot riding on this game for New South Wales. There's a lot of reasons why they should win. You're going to sack him, are you? Well, I won't. Wow. I won't. I don't know that power. Yeah, well, um, look, Les, I, I think um, the biggest thing here is, is Katie Walker. Uh, I think that was – it's a game too late. Mm. Um, you know, reports say he was injured in the, in the second game. I think he would have got through that second game. I think he would have been an X-factor, and I hope he's going to be an X-factor on Wednesday night. Clivy. 
they really, um, you know, they look at Katie Walk and they look at your game, and there's a lot of similarities around that. Are you, are you, um, I guess, of the same opinion? Oh, I, personally, myself, we, we're different players. We're different. Yep. We see different things. So, Katie, mm. would agree with me. With, you know, a lot of lot of football players like to be mentioned to the past players, but you know, I think each to their own. You know, we've we've got our own special ability to to see things, and if he if he's got the same as me, I don't mind people have mentioned it and saying he's like me, but I don't think he'd be liking it. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 100%. Because he's got his, everyone's got their own style of footy, I reckon. So. Yeah, mm. it's interesting. I don't mean to be narky on it. No, it's just like, no, and yeah. it's not disrespectful no. to, to, to Katie either, but no. it's interesting. Um, when I was a young bloke and I watched a lot of Cliff play, mm. what I enjoyed on a Sunday afternoon on, on Big League right, on Channel 7 or Channel 9. I think it was Channel 7 at the time. Rex Mossop might have been the um, – or Ray Warren was one of those two. But it was – I'd sit down and watch Manly play. If Cliffy was playing, mm. I wanted to watch – because I wouldn't watch Manly other than if Cliffy was playing. I might get excited. And, <laughs> and you did. And that's the thing. You've got to have exciting footballers. We saw that with um, with Campbell on the weekend, um, mm. how exciting he was uh, for the Gold Coast. But, you know – you, you just like that X factor. And I think Cody Walker's got that little bit of X factor about him for mm. this game. Yep. We want to see something different. And I think we'll get something different out of Cody. You which, bloody hope so. Which is a, great, a yep. great in for me. I think it's also good considering that, you know, you've got Mitchell Moses, who is, was a great man, game manager, I thought at least, in, in game two, being brought mm. into this side for Cleary. You know, being next to Cody Walker, I think that's going to be much more level, I think, than... Jerome Luai and Mitch Moses, because we've seen, especially for Samoa, with Jerome Luai coming in, um, you know, that he was a bit of a game manager himself during that period, mm. and I think it was mm. they sort of clashed a little bit, mm. Um, mm. especially since there were so many Penrith combinations in that side, but yeah, going yeah. into this game, there's no sort of bias in terms of what edges they go down, because, you know, yeah. it's all different. Um, I'm very, very keen to see how Cody Walker goes. I think he's going to kill it in... With Mitchell Moses, I think it's as I said, it's going to be much more evened out um, with mm. Moses and with Cody Walker. Um, do you think they'll drop the the hooker on the bench? That's what I want to ask the question, Cliff. Do you think they'll look at another middle just to stiffen up through that that middle with um, Spencer Lenu? Well, they got to they got to stiffen that middle up for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, myself, myself personally, I would I would have bought Adam Reynolds in. Um, Cody Walker, hundred percent. You're on my on, yeah, so. on my radar with yeah. that. I bring the Love boys it. back together, mate. Would have been awesome. Oh. You know what I mean? It was. What have I been? Have exactly, I been talking that's exactly about what, this? Exactly what you've been I've been listening to your program anyway. So, yeah. right. Well, I didn't pay you any money this no. time. This <laughs> time. Look, the love affair would have been great. I it's over. Been, we move mm, on. It's over. But it would have been brilliant. Mm. It would have been awesome. I think yeah. we've got to go forward before we go sideways. Yep. And I think the other thing for me is. We need a bit of old mongrel back in we State of Origin. We need a Lenu that comes off the bench for Penrith and absolutely causes havoc. Well, this is the thing. I've heard three separate rumours today like that have come out in terms of reports. There was one that Guffo was going to come off the bench and they were going to put Lenu in. Yeah. Then I heard that um, Robson was going to come off and they were going to put Lenu in. And now I'm hearing that Cook's going to come out and they're going to put Robson to start a hooker and then they're going to put Lenu on the bench. Yeah, I, I'd be really disappointed <laughs> If Cook yeah. gets dropped altogether, I, I just think, you know, he's he's still one of our mm. premier hookers. Well, you, want a, you want a South Spine as well. I mean, you've already gone with that with Cody Walker and, 
Karen Murray and moving him to 13, moving Isaiah Yo to the bench, which is a big call in itself. Mm. I mean, you're going for that south spine. Why would you want to disrupt what you're going for in terms of a game plan for for a forward on the bench? I mean, if you're going to get someone off the bench, yeah, it's going to be one of the two utilities. It's going to be either Gutho or Robson. You tell me, Cliff, when Cook was at his best is when a four-pack was going forward for south, yeah. right? Yeah. Sam uh, Burgess, all those big boppers going through that middle for him, got him on the front foot. Mm. Now, he hasn't had an opportunity whatsoever. He's played centre one game. He's been on the bench for the other. Why don't we look at him at the start and get Lenyu there and get him going forward? He'll come off the back of that, and then you'll see the speed of Walker. Mm. You'll see the speed of Murray coming through off the back of all of that play, starting to make inroads. Mm. Queensland hate the inroads. Remember what Murray did to him in the second game. Mm. What do you think, Cliff? Would you agree there? Yeah, I'm, I'm more more obliged to to play Damien from the start. Yeah, that, that's that's my opinion. And Absolutely, because he can get into the game. Then for him coming off the bench, it's hard to get into the game. You, you can focus on watching it, but you can't actually get into it unless you start from scratch. And you know, it takes you 15 minutes to warm up, I think. Mm. And then for him to do that, and then he can. And nudge out his, his uh, holes and mm. his little trickeries mm. and yeah, get the boys going forward. I think that's another part of his game that people don't really talk about is his short kicking game. Uh, yeah. He's really worked on that over the past two years and in the Origin Arena as well has proven to be quite successful. Yep. Um, and I think having him in that number nine role, it contrasts a little bit because if you're going for that two hooker rotation, then yeah, you know that's two different uh, types of fish. you got... You know, Damien Cook, who's very quick with his kicking game, very different to a Robson, who's more of a get you through your, get through your tackles, get through your yards and mm, yeah, get mm. to a kick type of hooker. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what he yeah. does. If yeah. you're, if I'll ask you both, um, if you're the coach of New South Wales, who are you t- getting out of this side to bring in uh, Spencer Lenu? Are you taking out Gutho or would you take out Robson? Oh, I'm taking out the nine. Um, yeah. I think you need Gutherson's effort, as we discussed last week. He's, um, he's dynamic around the field. He'll still sniff around that middle mm. if he comes on. Um, he could probably go to nine if there's an injury. Um, so I would go Gutho because he covers centre, yep. wing, fullback. That's what you need. You need a, mm. We have not I'm, had a I'm cover with I'm with in the back line. Mm. Haven't had a cover in the back line. You know, yeah. we had uh, Cook as our cover in the back line. So we need that. We need two front rowers through the middle. And we, um, we also need probably an edge that can play centre. I probably would have had Murray. You've got Yeo that comes on. Yeo goes straight to lock. Murray can go to an edge. Mm. So you don't lose anything. And it gives him a little bit of a break, a little bit more of a rest on the edge. Mm. Okay, so you've covered your, you covered your whole team with some balance. Yeah. That's my opinion. You know. And I think a lot of people out there would probably think you still need two front rowers. Yeah, you you got the same opinion there, Cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with Gav on that. So it's yeah, um, the, the, the only thing that really gets me with Gutho on the bench is there's no plan, and Freddie made that clear on an interview with SEN. Do you um, think you'd tell Queensland if you had a plan? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I wouldn't. I'd say, oh yeah, not sure. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to give anything away, and I wouldn't be giving the journos anything away yeah. because. Queensland will be um, right on top of that, you know. I mean, don't give any of your plans or thoughts away, you know. Keep it quiet. Yeah. Keep it under... under. And I, I've got to give credit. Yeah, not credit, but I, you've got to give some... Um, you know, some people think Fred doesn't know what he's talking about doing. Mm. I'm sure he's got a plan, but he's not yeah. going to tell anyone. Yeah. You know? 
<laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, so very interesting. I'm actually quite keen to see how this rotation works too with Gutho and Robson, if they're, if that's how it's going to be going into this game. Mm. I'm keen to see how it works. Now, I guess another topic of conversation has been Bradman Best. Mm. Now, I don't mind him at the moment with what he provides in his form this year because his form has been actually quite good for Newcastle since they've actually started to get on a bit of a roll. Yep. Um, but, I, you know, there's about four or five guys I could name that would probably be ahead of Bradman Best. What, what, do, you, what do you guys think about it? Clevy, what do you think no, about I'm this happy. One? I'm happy with the selection. Mm? I think yep. he's heard it. So it's he's, a long-term he's, he's, selection. Well, he's, he's played 19s on the 19s. Yeah. He's out of origin, so pretty seen him and... Yeah, obviously, you know he's he's been playing well at club level. I think I think so. Yeah. I've watched him over the last couple of years, so you know, he's yeah, coming, he's coming along. And, mm. and I, you look at Albert Hopewadi. Well, too. we've got nothing to lose anyway, but obviously we mm. want to win. But I think he's he's a big ex, ex yeah. factor there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, between him and Albert Hopewadi, they won the 19s mm. uh, state of origin for him that year. Yep. In, goal, that in, goal, game, yeah. in goal to in goal. Yeah, mm. exactly. And I mean, don't ever count out Albert mm. Hopewadi coming in that side. There's a number of young players playing around at the moment. Mm. Centre for Parramatta um, that play with Joseph Swaley. Um, yeah. so, yeah. Panasini, yeah. Yeah, Panasini's a chance down the track. Um, there, there's some really good young players around at the moment that you think it's exciting for the, the long-term mm. picture. Um, so I think Brad, Bradman Bess, give him a shot. Mm. Last game, nothing to lose. Enjoy it. Have yep. a bit of fun out there. Yeah. Play, play with power. Mm. It's something he's definitely got. He's got a he's lot got of power of and he's got a lot of speed as well. And particularly, so yeah, everybody's if he doubting him. So you say, mm. look, as soon as you're, you're in a, a high level rugby league, you should be praising him, not mm. running him down. Hundred percent. You know? yeah, yeah, totally. Look, I'm keen to see how he goes. I really am. I think it's a big smoke in if it comes off. He could be there next year. So absolutely, if so, he plays this game with mm. the, the way he played in his last game for Newcastle, yeah, mate, he's there all day, every day. Yeah. So let's see how look, he goes. Very keen to see how he goes. Yeah. Um, I, I guess well, I wrote this in the last the last time we talked about when we reviewed game two, but just the aggression from the Blues, not just in attack but in defence as well. You know, sometimes with the forwards that we've picked coming off the bench, I mean, we, we, we obviously agree that Murray and Liam Martin should start and lucky they're starting in this game. But, um, you know, some of the forwards that they had coming off the bench last time, they didn't have enough size. I mean, having big Jacob Saifidi coming off the bench, I don't mind it even though he's just coming back from injury and, you know, there hasn't played too many games this year, you know, having a bit of size there, I'm grateful that he's there in this game. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on that one, guys? Um, personally, I think, you know, he's got to be, um, he's got to be working off both feet in his mm-hmm. D. Um, that, that could be a concern for me. But he came in, what, last year? Yeah. Uh, and came off the bench. Yeah, And destroyed it. it mm. um, at... Uh, Homebush, so Acor. So, look, you give him another shot. Freddie's obviously got that in the back of the mind of his mind what he did last year. Mm. Um, but I've got to, you know, you've got to make sure he's not flat flat footed mm. in D. That he's uh, he's on his toes and he's working with the speed because Queensland will come quick through that middle. Mm. And some of their changes that they've made with Horsburgh and the likes are going to come quick through the middle. They're coming. Well, I'd like to see like. Um, Isaiah Yo mm. taking the ball to the line instead of ball playing. Yeah, he's a, he's a big body, mate. You know, if, imagine him hitting the line. I've seen him hit the line before, and yeah. he, he break, does a great job. Yeah, but he's I, brilliant. No, he's wasted it. Wasted that ball playing. Absolutely, you know, he should be another hard runner. Yeah, I like the front rowers and that, and mm. 
leave the ball playing to somebody else. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. Mm. I totally agree. I think it's a great move to keep him there yeah. uh, off the bench, and I think he's going to want to, um, you know, he's going to want to make a statement. Mm. Now, know? if Isaiah Yo comes in potentially in an edge back row or in a lock forward role for Cam Murray, do you think that Jake Tvojevic is going to be playing big minutes in this game? He's, be, he's played big minutes for New South Wales before. Mm. Um, but with, just with the bench that they have going into this game, you'd have to think that either Regan Campbell-Gillard or Jake Tvojevic would be playing around about the 50-55 mark, maybe even 60 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting, you know, as we said, it's an interesting bench. But what I, what I don't see, I, have, I see a great defender in, in um, Tvojevic, mm. but I don't, again, I don't see that mongrel. Is, is it, again, is it a Lenu that comes in to cover that, that, that power through the middle? Mm. Because you're going to get Jake playing a little bit like a, a Yeo type of player. And Saifidi. Do you, do you agree with that, Quivy, yeah. that, that they, they're quite You get Lenu and Saifidi coming on at the same time and just going. Just yeah, ramp, I would do just that. Just ramping it up. Yeah. yeah. God, and, could you imagine those two coming off the bench for the Blues? Yeah. Especially with the bench that they've got for Queensland. Yep. That would yep. be insane for the Blues. And let's talk about this Queensland side because most of the notes we've got here are very Blues orientated. But far out again, this Maroon side, a point. We'll obviously talk about AJ Brimson and obviously Corey Horsburgh coming off the bench, but one change that people aren't talking about is is Harry Grant starting and Ben Hunt's on the bench going into this game. They they're wanting to go forward. Mm. That this this is Reuben Cotter will come off the back of this. He will love the penetration through the middle um, from Harry Grant. I think that's a a, a strategic move. Because I think they believe that maybe Trebovich might go to the bench, and they mm. may bring Saifidi into that front row. Mm. That's sort of that, that's a bit of talk around that. Mm. So if that's the case, again, Saifidi's a little bit, he's a little bit sort of, um, mm. uh, you know, underdone. Um, that could be an option that they take. I, I think that could be where they where they really hurt, try and hurt New South Wales mm. is through that middle. What are your thoughts on this yeah. one, Cliffy? Well, that's where we need to stop them. So yeah, that's what's. Um, the last two games, obviously, you can see what's bring us undone. So, mm. obviously, mm. with our bad play. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That so. Cotter's come into the side too, and he's just starting to peak at North Queensland at the moment. Yep. He really is. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a formidable Queensland side. I wouldn't mm. underestimate this side again. Yeah, well, looking at our past few games and, and, and some of the stats behind it, average points scored for the Maroons, it's 29 points per game. For the Blues, it's 12. 12. Average mm. points conceded is exactly flipped on its head. For the Blues, 29 compared to wow. the Maroons, 12. So wow. big stat. It's Huge stat. Massive. Yeah, it, look, the, it's going to be a tough game for the Blues. If they get out of this with a win, it's, it's a great win for, the, for, for New South Wales. Mm. But I think Queensland's going to come hard, come hard at them, mm. really hard. And that's why they've uh, started with Harry Grant. Mm. And look, everyone's saying it's dead rubber. It's dead rubber. It's not really because New South Wales are playing for a lot more than people think. It's not just winning the series. Series is lost. We get that. Yeah. But it's more so for you know a few of these guys who Pride. are getting into the, their mid-30s now. And Pride and to walk away and yeah, exactly. from the game. You don't want to get swept and, <clears throat> and give Billy Slater that, that tag. Yeah. And it's a, it's a big game for Brad Fittler mm. and Greg Alexander. I mean... Those two alone, you know, uh, have had, you know, some success mm. at New South Wales, but they're also coming off some, some uh, losses. So they, they'd be personally mm. wanting, um, wanting something out of this as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, one more thing before we move on. 
uh, Corey Horsburgh coming off the bench. Big in. Tom Flegler obviously out for the Maroons. Um, talk to me about Corey Horsburgh because two years ago, most one-dimensional forward you've ever seen, just running hard, running good lines, comes in this year and mm. he's added ball playing. He, yep. he, he runs much better lines than he does. He's turned into a back rower and a, and a lock forward as well. Yep. Like he's, yep. he's added about three or four other dimensions to his game. Talk, talk to us about Clippy. Corey Horsburgh, how he's used in this game. Maybe he's going to – well, same as at Canberra, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just changed his game, though, hasn't he? His game has just has come a long way. It's just yeah. – it's unreal. I, I don't know whether Ricky, Ricky did this, did he? <laughs> well, I talked about it last week, yeah. Clevy, that I think Ricky's got a big influence on this yeah. because yeah. – and also Gordy Tallis, apparently. Mm. Uh, we right. spoke about that last week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Horsbury has changed up his game big time through the middle. He's gone into lock. Mm. Um Playing at yep. lock. Uh, he's played a lot of edge, too, yep. this year. Edge, yep. Yeah, so he's, he's played a couple of positions, which is perfect for Queensland. They're yep. covering two positions again. Mm. Um, but I really think it's his mental state. Mm. I think um, he's mentally a different, uh, different player. He's not as emotional as yep. he was 12 months ago. Yep. He took things really tart, hard on the field. Uh, he got frustrated on the field. He's really channeled that, and he's mm. now really sort of balanced out his, his whole emotional well, state. Gordon Tallis is his anger management coach. That's we'll see how we'll <laughs> see how we'll see how that how goes. That going? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing about this pack as well. Like um, not only is it a strong forward pack, but very like more than one dimension. There's two or three dimensions to their pack and they've all played anywhere in the forwards, whether it's front row, back row or lock. So but you love Queensland. Oh, we mm. haven't got that many to choose from. And, uh, and then they, they come they out got with that side. many to choose from. It's not no, We're struggling. We're struggling. Yeah. They're Queensland schoolboys <laughs> team. Destroy, <laughs> yeah. you know, destroys New South Wales. They've got players coming out their backside. Yeah. And you can see they've just got quality. But yeah. they've also got quality coaching. Mm. Quality coaching. Billy, Billy's done an unbelievable job with this side. Mm. And I also think that you know, the people, Randy Cameron Smith, I mean, you couldn't think of two better players. JT. And JT. I yep. mean, three G. Uh, immor- immortals. <laughs> three immortals. Maybe four immortals. So yeah. not bad brains there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Not bad brains at all. Let's go into the tips for the following round. But firstly, boys... Blues paying $2.25. Maroons playing $1.67. It is at a core stadium. Blues have a 60% win rate at the venue compared to the Maroons, 37%. The other um, 3% there is through draws. What are we going for for this game? Are we taking the Blues or the Maroons? Blues. Yeah, I'm going to, look, I'm going to stick with the Blues. Mm. I'd like to see a couple of these players you know, go out mm. in, in, in the right fashion as well if that's the case. Yep. Um, and we're Blues people. Yep. You know, we've got to go from one of the exactly. one, one game's got to be exactly. a win for the Blues. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm tipping with my heart here. I'm going with the Blues yeah. as well. Yeah.